Good morning from Skift. It's Wednesday, March 3rd here in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily newsletter at skift.com daily. Sponsored by TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade's learning experience is curated from their vast library of exclusive content and customizes to fit your investing goals and interests. Get started at tdameritrade.com education. Once again, that's tdameritrade.com education. And now here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. Private equity firms Sertaris Management and Knighthead Capital are throwing Hertz a lifeline to help lead it out of bankruptcy with a $4.2 billion restructuring plan, writes executive editor Dennis Shaw. The deal, which is still subject to the approval of creditors and court, would give Sertaris and Knighthead at least a 51% stake in the Florida-based car rental company and a majority of board seats. Creditors can choose to receive 70 cents on the dollar if they want to cash out, or they can roll over their Hertz shares under the new ownership structure. The deal size could range from $2.4 billion to $4.2 billion, depending on how many creditors take the cash. So far, no major management changes are in the works. Next, we explore the world of all-inclusive luxury resorts for a skift deep dive on why the segment will never be the same. Before COVID hit, all-inclusives were the fastest-growing market in the accommodation sector, with increasing demand and high return on investment, writes global tourism reporter Lebowit Lily Girma. But since 2020, the segment suffered a major blow that forced stakeholders to reinvent the way they run and market their properties. Resorts, however, have a main advantage. They sit on spacious land, which has allowed them to restart their operations as early as summer 2020. Destinations in the Caribbean, Mexico, and parts of Europe welcomed visitors back at limited capacity. But this seemingly bright path for upscale, all-inclusive resorts is still touch-and-go, as the post-pandemic traveler is likely to care more about social and cultural sensitivity, the environment, and hygiene. The return to record profits may look promising for the segment, but it will happen amid a transformed tourism landscape shaped by deepening social inequalities and environmental concerns. Finally, we wrap up with the latest from the UK, where the government has laid out a staggered end to lockdown restrictions. The announcement has already triggered a 600% increase in the country's Ticketmaster sales last week. The UK's basic plan, dubbed Data Not Dates, aims to reopen gradually in four stages, with the first phase divided into two steps, writes Angela Tupper for event manager's blog, A Skift Brand. So far, the government has given the public a general time frame by setting a tentative start date for each transition period. Each of these dates indicates the earliest possible point at which the new rules will take effect on the condition that each test or sign of progress is met. So how much can event organizers actually rely on these projections? What type of trends should they be following if they want to anticipate possible delays? Event MB attempts to answer these questions and more by taking a closer look at the UK government's framework and what it means at this stage in the pandemic. For travel stories on these and more, head to skiff.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skiff Daily newsletter at skiff.com daily.